Hello, everyone. It's me, your boy, D, and I'm here to come back and give you another piping hot tea. So I just want to do a quick little podcast on all this craziness going on with Elon Musk and Twitter. And I mean, you know, there's a reason, you know, back a decade ago when Twitter first became popular that I never got on the app. And I'm so glad I never got on it because, I mean, people have just lost their minds. They really have. So I'm just going to play this clip and come back with the rest of my commentary. Elon Musk's second week of Twitter ownership is proving to be just as helter-skelter as the first. He banned a handful of comedians from the site for impersonating him. He called on his followers to vote Republican in the upcoming midterms, and his site is now asking some laid-off workers to come back to the office. Top it all off, the site's bungled rollout of Twitter blue verification of the weekend left many users without the checkmark. Oh no. And with their pockets, $8 lighter. I'm joined by Mike Isaac, who covers technology for the New York Times. Mike, for a lot of people who maybe don't follow the ins and outs of Twitter, bless them, this is kind of hard to follow. Um, and, and maybe this all seems like um, the minutia of, of the um, excessively online. Can you help us step back a little, Mike, and just explain why a lot of what's happening is actually quite interesting in terms of the evolution of technology, social media, uh, and the world's richest man. I think the the minutia of the excessively online is my new LinkedIn bio, John, so I appreciate that. But uh, I I totally agree. I think this is, it's hard to follow, but I do think this is really key stuff for how, you know, we operate, how the sort of media landscape landscape operates. Twitter is actually fairly small as far as social networks go compared to Facebook or or Instagram or or other companies. But it has such an impact on how media operates and how news breaks in the world that I think it really does have an outsized influence on the world. And what uh, Elon Musk is doing coming in is really trying to change uh, who gets to say what verified accounts mean, which is the little blue badge on some accounts, and really upending that system so that uh, you know, basically his idea is that anyone should have a voice and not just say you know verified journalists or for uh, uh, comedians, but I think the details of how that works are still really in flux right now. And what's going on with these uh, with these rehirings after last week's massive layoffs? He did a, a, a mass sweep of layoffs, which cut the company basically in half, and then after the fact realized he cut a lot of people that run really vital systems, including how they make money, uh, how they sort of protect the platform from misinformation or sort of abuse of people. And I think the the idea from folks I'm hearing from inside is essentially he didn't take the time to study how the platform and company works before making what some think are pretty essential cuts um, in the span of of all tech companies making layoffs right now. And is that not taking the time, whether it's on the layoffs or the the bungled Twitter blue badge, is that all because he's facing financial pressure, $13 billion in debt? Is, Is he moving quickly because he's just got to get some uh, change the financial picture. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's paying uh, the terms of his loans from the bank just to finance this deal. Uh, a billion dollars in interest he owes every year on the uh, on the 13, 14 billion dollars in loans that he took out. So right now, Twitter is not a great business. It's been unprofitable for eight of the past 10 years. And uh, he needs to find a way to both cut costs and turn a profit on this platform. But it's gonna be very hard, especially now that advertisers are getting spooked and starting to, to flee 
uh, selling ads on Twitter. So well, we'll see if he can turn it around. And that's what I wonder about advertisers. Since taking over, his behavior has been erratic. I mean, posting conspiracy theories, making political recommendations, picking fights with users. He's still playing the jester, but he's uh, he now reigns as king. So how can he be both at the same time? And is that good for the company? I mean, this is a great sort of point. You know, Elon was, um, I would say, the emblematic power user of Twitter when he didn't own the platform. And I think for him, that was great. And so this idea of him sort of being the king Twitter emissary, you know, Jack Dorsey, the founder and previous CEO uh, in the past, was very buttoned up. And only after he left was he able to sort of let it all, let it all out on Twitter now. And I don't know if Elon's going to, necessarily learn that lesson or take that take that route just because he is who he is and enjoys sort of trolling people on there so it's debating the direction of the site that has an outsized impact on the spread of information just before the midterm election elon musk tweeting overnight twitter needs to become by far the most accurate source of information about the world former owner jack dorsey replying accurate to who in a report from Bloomberg, unconfirmed by NBC News, the company has reached out to dozens of fired employees to ask them back because some were laid off by mistake, according to two people familiar with the moves. This just days after Elon Musk suddenly fired roughly half the staff. I found that my uh, work laptop was remotely wiped and access to Slack and Gmail revoked. Sources within the company say the layoffs include staff that filtered out hate speech and studied misinformation. Critics now worry that Twitter's ability to police misinformation is compromised with the midterm elections only a day away. There has to be guardrails so individuals are not misled. Misinformation is not dominating the public discourse. New studies show the day Musk took over, hate speech also spiked on Twitter, but don't speculate as to why. Researchers found use of the N-word increased by nearly 500%. To raise revenues, Twitter plans to offer users verified accounts for $8 a month, though it's unclear what steps the company is taking to verify these accounts. This while some users took to impersonating Musk's personal account, including comedian Kathy Griffin, who was later suspended. Musk, a self-proclaimed free speech absolutist, tweeting that going forward such handles that don't clearly specify parody will be permanently suspended. Several major companies now pulling their ads from the platform. Musk, who tweeted he had, quote, no choice about the layoffs when the company is losing over $4 million a day, spoke out about the advertiser backlash. This is despite us doing everything possible to appease them um, and to make it clear that moderation rules and hateful conduct rules have not changed uh, and we're continuing to enforce them. Twitter, whose press team also was largely laid off, did not respond to our request for comment. Now, Hoda, on top of all that, a class action lawsuit alleges the company did not give ousted staffers adequate notice under federal law, but Musk says he will offer fired employees three months of severance. Yeah, Jake, there are also uh, reports of potential layoffs from the Facebook uh, parent company Meta. What do you know about those? Yeah, enormous changes in the tech world. The Wall Street Journal reporting that Meta is preparing to notify its employees about large-scale layoffs this week with thousands of jobs potentially being cut. Now, Meta would not comment to us, but in investor calls, Mark Zuckerberg has spoken openly of possibly operating with fewer employees. Oda. Jake, Jake, thank you so much. <clears throat> okay. So, let me drink my tea. Okay, let's begin. Like I said, 
the social media has just made the world an awful place. And all this drama going on with Twitter just proves it. Elon Musk, I think, didn't intend to buy Twitter. He was just talking for publicity and clout. But then, you know, he 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 um damn near almost got sued and had to buy it. And come to find out, Twitter don't got no money. <clears throat> Even though, you know, a lot of people get their news from Twitter, and you would think a lot of people are on there, really, you know, that it's not. A lot of these accounts are bots. A lot of people have multiple accounts, so it seems that there's a lot of people on Twitter, but it's not. The fact that he said he's losing $4 million a day and these and these ad companies are pulling out is just really crazy. Hell, he might as well just get rid of it. You know, all these celebrities leaving the platform. Um, Now, some people like Kathy Griffin, who got suspended for impersonating him. You know, I'm not the biggest Kathy Griffin fan, but, you know, I thought that was kind of silly to suspend somebody just because they made fun of you. You know, if you're such a free speech absolutist, you know, that really shouldn't bother you. But some of these other um, celebrities, like I saw Whoopi Goldberg said she was getting off Twitter because it's become a hateful place. Um, Gigi Hadid said that. And my thing is this, Twitter has always been a hateful place. Okay, people have been doxxed on Twitter. People have been threatened on Twitter. You know, when these little rappers get shot, their bodies are sprayed all across on Twitter. And some of these celebrities stayed on there for that. But, you know, the minute, you know, you got to pay to get on it, all of a sudden it became hateful. Yeah, spare me. You know, know, it's just very interesting that, you know, people treat Twitter like it's this, you know, sacred space and really it's become nothing but a cesspool. It really has. And, you know, I think people are confused about freedom of speech. I don't know. I think it's like people treat Twitter like it's part of the government. It's not. It's a, it's a company. And, and, you know, a company does have the right to, you know, restrict certain words. Or, you know, if you're, if you're caught spreading misinformation, you get kicked off. Hell, even though Elon Musk let Kanye West back on there, you know, a lot of Kanye West t- um, tweets don't stay up that much longer because all this controversy going on with them and ad people pulling out of it, yeah, Elon gonna choose that dollar over Kanye. He'd be dumb not to. You know, social media is, you know, a big issue in, in America and in the world right now. And in my personal opinion, I do predict that there will be a law that restricts social media. I, I, I think that is coming. Because there's too much chaos going on and there's too many lawsuits flying all around, you know, and usually the law will have to step in. I do think uh, there will be a big law that Congress will put against all social media companies. But, you know, we will see if I'm right. And on that note, I'm your boy, Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea and I'll talk to you all later.